Hey guys, I'm Katie. And I'm Alexis, and this is the Check Your Aesthetic podcast. We're recording pretty far in advance again, guys. Yes. So, so we're, uh, it's still 2021. 2021. Yeah, still, yes. Still 2021. When we're, we're actually recording this on December 21st, the shortest day of the year. Mm-hmm. Yes, it got dark at 4.15 here. So it's 4.01 here vibes. right now, and it's like kind of the sun's starting to set but mm-hmm. i just i'm tired of it mm-hmm. honestly i'm tired of it i've for a number of reasons it has been an interesting interesting past week mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. definitely really? for me it's been i had my oh yeah i talked about how i might go on like a little trip and we ended up um my best friend from high school came to vermont and stayed from mm-hmm. Wednesday until yesterday, which was Monday. And we had a cute little staycation. We went to Stowe. Um, so and cute. stayed. Yeah, we stayed at this little, like, basically, like, ski chalet kind of thing. Um, it's the Stowe Mountain Resort. Um, it's so nice there. And we went Thursday. And it was perfect because, like, we stayed there that night and left Friday and then did some things in Stowe. But it was perfect because... Literally, the day that we were leaving, 235 guests were arriving. Yeah. And, like, we got there, and literally, it, they had, like, Christmas music, like, blasting out. Um, yeah, And we were the only ones at night when we went out. I love and that. And they have these, like, private um, little, like, I don't know, like, little areas, like, for, like, the rich people to, like, pay mm-hmm. for, you know. And they were just open, so we, because no one was there, so we just got, like, I don't know. It was just, it was total vibes. That's so fun. Alexis has a lot of videos on her. Yeah, go look at my Yeah, she's got a lot of videos. You know what I want to talk about is since it's 2022 when this is going live, I was listening to Emma Chamberlain's podcast about New Year's resolutions. And like, I am, I don't know what it is about this year, but like, usually I'm so excited for Christmas, which for a number of reasons, everyone has COVID guys. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone in the world has COVID, and it's just mm-hmm. messing everything up. I don't have COVID. Yeah. Not COVID, I was going to say, but, Katie does not have COVID, yeah. and neither do I. No, that's not what I'm saying, but, like, it's just, like, it's just messing up the whole thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just messing up the whole thing. Anyway, it's not that I'm not excited for Christmas. It's just, like, I am so excited <laughs> for, <laughs> I'm so excited for, like, the new year and, like, mm-hmm. to kind of, like, get myself together. And, yeah. like, I have a lot of things that, like, I want to do that, like, of course, everyone's, like, just start now. But, like, right now, right now? Everyone's yeah, I can't. dialed I can't. out. Like, everyone's yeah, dialed can't. out. Like, nobody's yeah. responding to anything. Like, it's not the time to really start something. It's literally the week of Christmas. So I'm just really excited. Um, I've already been reading more. I really, I really, 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 really want to cook more in 2022. Hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's something Emma Chamberlain was talking about on her podcast that she started doing in 2021. But I just, like, don't ever, like cook new recipes like I just cook the same things and they're boring and Mm -hmm. they're easy but like I feel like it would be so fun to like try and cook more I totally suggest that I like that is something that not on purpose happened with me for 2021 because of Eat Smarter and like I try pretty much a new recipe at least one new recipe like a week and it's translate and that was really for Eat Smarter obviously but that um actually yeah so then I probably do at least like two or three but person personnel like my own personal life wise I've definitely been trying to do a lot more um like new trying new recipes and it really is like 
for me at least, like, with my anxiety, like, it's so nice to just, mm-hmm. like, I throw on a YouTube video and then to, like, listen to. And then I also have my um, recipe up. And it truly yeah. just, like, it's it's such a nice time to just, like, take for yourself. And, like, oh, Yeah, it's I a great the, thing to do alone, too. Yeah. Like, now that I live alone, yeah. like, it's just, like... It's, Obviously, it's things calming. can get, like, lonely and, mm-hmm. like, you know, I think yeah. I was actually talking to my therapist and she was, like, that's a good way to, like, have something to look forward to after work, oh, like, 100%. you know, cooking. It takes time, yeah. and it's you know? time for yourself it, and, like, yeah, yeah, and it grows your skills. You, like, feel more confident about it. You like eating, like, or, like, I, I do. Like, I, like, I feel more, like, it's a reward, like, afterwards, you know, mm-hmm. when, like, I've actually cooked for myself rather than, you know, and, like, actually cooking rather than you know, making Annie's, like, it's just exactly, exactly. I don't even know, satisfying, I guess. But yeah, I, it's funny that you brought that up, because I was literally, right before you said that, I was about to say, should we talk about our 2022 goals? Um, Mm Because I, I think maybe it is, because I just am not excited for Christmas, like, at all. I think I heard, I'm going so off topic, but um, TikTok, I saw this TikTok that was like, 2020, 2020, everyone was like, forcing Christmas because they were so like over the year that it was like mm-hmm. oh no it's Christmas we're having Christmas like it's happening but then yeah. 2021 like everyone's just like over everything and like not yeah. in the vibes and I just am I feel that way very much so but I am I usually am not really someone to look forward to I mean I look forward to the next year but I don't really do like resolutions or anything but this year I've been very much yeah. looking for the new year, looking forward to the new year. I want to, you know, I say this all the time. I want to be more consistent with working out. I know I've said that. Um, I want to, I want to try and maybe read like at least like 10 minutes a day or something like that. Yeah, that's like, I'm trying to do a book a month because that's very like digestible for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, Again, especially living alone. Like, it's it's finding things that are not on my phone or not, yes. like, a TV show because that just does not enrich my brain in any way. No. And it's just, like, no. so exhausting to do. Um, yeah. So I – yeah, that's uh, – reading is definitely I also a fun have way this, to, like, like, unplug. I have this – I haven't said this out loud. I have this lofty goal. It won't happen. Um, <laughs> I've been telling myself that I'm going to post a TikTok every day. Oh, God, no. it's so hard. Like, it's... So hard. I, it's so, hard. so I think I need to find, like, a in-between. I really, like, I just feel this, like, sense of creativity, like, bubbling inside of me. But then, like... Me too. When, then, when it comes to, like, actually doing it, I get, like, scared. I feel like I am scared to post on Alexis Adams Co. again. I feel that. And things, like, sometimes don't just turn... Like, actually, never things never turn out exactly how you think they will in your brain. Yeah. So then it can be, like, kind of hard. Um, but, yeah, I feel the same way about the new year. I feel like I don't usually feel like this, but, like, I kind of feel like I need to – and I felt like this for a while. It's just hard kind of in, like, with the holidays, like, Thanksgiving, and then everything gets crazy busy at work, and then, like, you know, it is what it is. But, like, mm-hmm. I just want to, like, get myself together and get myself, like – I think I finally got settled, like, here back home, mm-hmm. like, living here. And I kind of want to get myself on, like, a good... Good routine. Yeah, a good routine. Because I, you know, I I quit working and I move from this table to my couch. And then I sit on my couch all night. And then I go to bed at, like, 9 p.m. Because I have nothing better to do. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Like, for what? me, For me, like, <laughs> I'm very fortunate to have, like, a separate office. But I, in 2022, uh, my goal is also, like, even if it's just, like, going to my mom's house to work. Like, I just need to exactly, get out yeah, of just, this apartment. Like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I'm going, like, kind of insane in here. Um, and I love my office. I'm so grateful for it. And I think that that's... And also, we have, like, Winston. Winston is totally fine, like, with me leaving. Like, if anything, he probably mm-hmm. likes his alone time. But I yeah. just feel, like, guilty about it. I don't know. I, no, I know. I totally I make, I make I excuses. I make excuses for myself to stay. It's just easy. Yeah. But... Anyways, we should talk about the episode. I was about that to say that. Is yeah, happening today. So <laughs> today we had Emily Steele. She owns a number of businesses, but um, we talked mostly about kind of the, everything surrounding her business, Love Local, um, where she offers like support and resources to people wanting to start local, but businesses mostly like brick and mortar, service based businesses. Um, and we actually had an awesome conversation with her just about um, kind of the differences between local businesses and e commerce, and then kind of like how to successfully um start a local business um but it was an awesome conversation I just love like I seriously love supporting local businesses it just Mm -hmm. gives me like a good warm fuzzy feeling in my heart and I Mm -hmm. think it just they have so much like character and like Mm -hmm. it's just so much more fun than like ordering something online or like going to some big chain place totally and I think that like honestly I'm hoping that like with the with the flux of like a lot of businesses going online I'm hoping that that will then hopefully turn into the businesses that are local like are in person are like more niche local businesses that you can support rather than you know I mean everybody needs a target but like you know yeah you can buy stuff from target online so exactly yeah yeah definitely I definitely agree but um yeah I guess that was just kind of a a brief rundown of our 2022 goals I'm sure we'll be talking about them more throughout the year Mm -hmm. um but we should probably get into what Emily had to say because it was great it was conversation. Such a good, such and a good conversation. And it will definitely, yeah, it'll definitely inspire you guys. Um, but happy 2022. We know that this is the second episode, but hope your January is starting off well. We love you guys so much. And yeah, enjoy the episode. Let's get into it. Hi, Emily. We're so excited to have you on the podcast. Hey, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited to be here. We love, we were just saying before we started recording, we love having um, podcasters on the podcast. It makes our lives a thousand times so much easier. easier. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're all doing this like every single week. So we just get, get how this works. You wear the yes. headphones, you talk mm-hmm. to the mic, you know. You know the vibes. <laughs> yes, yes <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so before we get into the, the meat of the episode, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Tell everybody if they're like, who, who are we talking to today? Who is this? Tell everybody all of all the amazing things you do um, and just give them the, the down low. Okay, this is, it gets harder and harder every year because you realize, like, your path, like, gets longer. Add, and, like, add you do more. more. Mm-hmm. Woo. I'll be as succinct as possible, but, okay, I'm Emily Steele. I um, I live in Des Moines, Iowa, so I'm a Midwest gal, and I am an Enneagram 7. Do you all know what Enneagram is? Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. We love Enneagram. Okay. So I'm a 7, so which I, it just means I'm super multi-passionate. I love wearing a ton of different hats. I love doing a lot of different mm-hmm. things. So I basically have been spending the last 10 years, I've worked in nonprofit and built like neighborhood revitalization campaigns. I mm-hmm. built my own like networking group for women in business in Des Moines. And, you know, I've just fallen in love kind of with community marketing, building community, connecting with people on social. And my kind of like the two companies I run right now are Love Local. So it's all about local business, education, resources, empowerment for people who really like are those brick and mortar, the like local merchants mm-hmm. and makers who like make our communities actually something amazing. And my other company is The Hummingbird. So we match local influencers with 
companies. And so we are in the Des Moines area, started here. We're like, hey, do companies want to hire local influencers? People know what this means. And yeah. we just got um, venture backed probably a month ago. So we're going to start moving to different cities in the next That's year awesome. or so. So be on the lookout for that. But I'm also a mom, millennial. I have two cats. I, you know, I'm just kind of an energetic weirdo who just <laughs> likes to just like build things all the time. <laughs> I love that. I yeah. Love that. So that's a summary. Hope I got everything. Okay. So for, I guess, both aspects of like the business or the two businesses, what businesses and like types of businesses do you help? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would say the businesses that I typically support through either like influencer marketing or content, the students in my programs are really those like local service providers. So people who mm-hmm. are like, whether they do like business coaching or life coaching or massage or mm-hmm. something where they're like truly trying to impact a local market, mm-hmm. those are the clients. With the influencer company, it's kind of like grocery stores, gas stations, like okay. mm-hmm. anyone talking about your brand that isn't you talking about your brand is beneficial. So that's right. like people are just eating that up, which is really exciting to be part of. Yeah, right. and, and I think that's such an interesting um, thing as somebody who lives in kind of a smaller town, both of us do. Neither of us are like in LA, New York. I think local mm-hmm. influencers, I working in social media would love to have something like that that would just make my life a thousand times easier and not mm-hmm. like people don't realize how hard it is to like find influencers if you're looking yeah. for them, not just run into them. So that's yeah. an awesome thing to have both for influencers and for businesses. And yeah. it seems like obviously supporting local businesses in the same way that or in a different way than Love Local is, but same. Yep. You know. It's like complimentary, but different businesses. Because, yeah. of course, why would I have right. one business when I could have two? Like, I don't advise that, by the way, <laughs> <Exactly>. but <laughs> it happens. Makes life really complicated. <laughs> yeah. Tax season is, like, not fun. Um, yeah. Cool. So <laughs> I know how it is. Um, okay, so where did the passion, like, arise for you to sort of support and guide local business owners? Like, how did you kind of land there? Mm-hmm. So I grew up in a super small town It's called Pella, like a little Dutch town. And like, I just grew up supporting local businesses, like mm-hmm. we went to the meat market is where we bought gifts. And like, that was just what we did. And so mm-hmm. with the, like the rise of Amazon and just like watching that happen and then simultaneously, like making friends who were like local business owners telling me, Hey, yeah, we're really struggling. People aren't coming yeah. to our shop as much anymore. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> People and people don't honestly share that stuff, by the way. You'll walk yep. into a store mm-hmm. and they'll be like, How's business? And they'll be like, It's great. And it's like, until you actually know these people, they're not probably going to be honest with you. Like, yeah, gonna, right, you're exactly. not going to walk into a store and someone's like, It's we're awful. We're struggling. Yeah. We're Please buy right. things. We're, doing, we're, we're having no sales. Yeah. 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 Buy six more things. So yeah. I just like it was conversations and I was doing like neighborhood revitalization work. And I just like, it's, I mean, you can probably have, you have this in your own communities too, like little commercial districts with like the cocktail bar, the pizza joint, mm-hmm, or like the mm-hmm. really yep. cute like shops, like it's what makes culture and it's what makes our cities. And so Absolutely. the more I kind of like, it was just experience. So I just, you know, I, from growing up in a small town to like working with small business owners, I was just like, I don't feel like anyone really supports kind of modern merchants beyond like chambers. And I'm not seeing any yeah. of my peers joining chambers. So I'm like, how yeah. do I create a brand that actually is for kind of the, the millennial Gen Z person who wants to like actually open a store in a physical place. Right. Yeah. Um, I just don't see support. And so I'm like, someone's got to create it because I want to see these people be profitable and like build a brand their community loves and buys from. So that's right. kind of where 
compassion. Yeah, I definitely feel like the younger generation, it's this, like, really scary thing to, like, start a brick-and-mortar store. So many more, like, as just, I mean, like, society is, like, shifting more to e-commerce. I feel like it's, there's so many more things online of, like, how to start an Instagram business, how to start a YouTube channel, how to start, like, how to promote on Pinterest, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. But there's not as much help for local businesses. So off of that kind of statement, what do you think when someone is looking into starting a local business that would be more brick and mortar or like a service provider that, you know, would be in person? Um, what do you think are the most important things for the that business owner to consider mm-hmm. before starting? Yeah. And I think like, it's so different than an online business. Cause I mean, I started yeah. love local. It's hilarious. Cause like love local is an online business. Cause like we right. all people, <laughs> right. it's kind of the irony yeah. is very weird. Right. I built like this mm-hmm. online audience and online brand, but when someone starts a local business, I mean, you have to understand like you're signing a lease. So you have to like, the yeah. numbers have to make sense. You're buying inventory. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm the expenses, you just, you have to do the math. In my mind, way different than an e-com where you're drop shipping Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. like influencers. Like that gal I was just Mm -hmm. listening to the other day you had on, um, the TikToker, what's her name? Claire. Claire. Yes, Claire. Loves that interview. She's awesome, yeah. Yeah, Um, it's just so different. It's such a higher risk. So like, can you tolerate that much risk? If you have a lease you've signed for five years, like Right. That's just like, to me, I'm like, this is why I applaud the local merchants who do take this risk because like, ah, it's just, it's wild to me, but I love it and I benefit from it and I try to support them as much as possible. But that to me is the thing. And just really like, you can have a local establishment, but if you're just like hoping people pass by on the street and walk in, like you can't rely on that. You have to have an online presence that complements it. And you, you know, I think there's this like phrase that like, you need to get close to the consumer and you can do that now with Instagram shopping. You can do that by like adding your square link to your Instagram to book an appointment right there. Like Mm -hmm. if you're not meeting the consumer where they're at with a, like they want convenience, right? Like we live in the Amazon world. Like we want convenience. I want to be able to book my appointment. Please don't make me call you because I won't. Like (laughs) you have to accommodate to today's consumer. And if you're not, Mm -hmm. you're just not going to make it. Like I, I don't know how to say it any other way. Like things are changing drastically. So that's kind of my advice. Um, It's not always like inspiring, but I think it's just. It's a reality. Especially when you're making such a huge like risk, like you said, it's important to just be like blunt about it. Like Mm -hmm. there's no like walking around these realities. It's more important to just be in reality and understand. Yeah. Frank and blunt. Exactly. so many people like test the waters with pop-up shops and I think that is amazing so if yes. you have a product or like my friend Angela she now has a like brick and mortar she sells like sustainable vegan items it just mm-hmm. has created the most darling shop but she started as a pop-up she went to different shops she bought inventory but it was like more accessible right yeah, she wasn't spending exactly. like right. thousands it was maybe hundreds I don't actually know that for sure but yeah, it's just right. a different risk when you pop up and I love that so many people at least in our community are like willing to host people because they're like, oh yeah, I've been in, I've been in your shoes. So like, come, come on in. So that's maybe one way to de-risk if you will. Yeah. And there's a, that, that reminded me of a place in Birmingham. They have a coffee cart currently um, and they like pop up their cart everywhere and then they sell like coffee beans online and stuff. Um, But they just signed a lease for a Mm. coffee shop, which is so exciting for them. So exciting. But yeah, I think it's obviously like it's, um, 
I didn't even realize until I was talking to a friend who owns actually Cora. She was on the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And she was like, I have an itch for a studio. She's like, I'm, mm. but I didn't realize that leases were three to five years long for commercial spaces. So like you're mm-hmm. really committed. Yeah, you're signing up for, a I lot. know mm-hmm. that's like to me as an Enneagram seven who like, you know, I'll probably start another business next year. I'm like, that's, right, a, like- that's <laughs> a commitment. Like the right. longest commitment is my marriage. And like, I was like yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that's maybe it and me being a mom like right. that's commitment too you know? yeah exactly but like of course in business obviously so different so oh mm-hmm. yes kudos to the people who are like i'm committed to this for the next five years i mean you can always break right. loose but like it's just challenging right absolutely right. absolutely yeah mm-hmm. i think i feel like another option i mean it's very much in the same vein of pop-ups but i live in vermont and so like getting people to places is already difficult enough mm-hmm. and so i feel like in the vermont market actually markets is like what is good for small businesses. Like we have this like um, fair, like expo kind of like place. And we have a lot of like every single month, there's some sort of like niche market that has these like, you know, little events where small businesses can come and have like booths and everything. And I feel like that's, I mean, I guess that is just kind of like a pop-up with a bunch of pop-ups, you know? Yeah. Um, But I feel like that's another option for if you're, kind of scared and uh, rightfully so to be yes. scared of like, yeah. you know, jumping in head first. So kind of like test the market, see, you know, what yeah. people are interested in, what people are liking. I feel like that's another I feel option. like a lot of people who have come through my program with like product based goods have started at farmers markets. Like Yeah. Yeah. And farmers they, markets are huge. Yes. <laughs> and they get so much good feedback and people are like, oh my gosh, yeah. like can you bring this to a grocery store? Can you put this online? And like, totally. that is validating. And it's, you know, you spend Absolutely. like, for at least in Des Moines, like we have a massive farmer's market. So you pay, like invest quite a bit, but I think mm-hmm. it's so worth it to like test it. Like, do you like this bread, this tea, this whatever, this sweater, this right. sweater? you know, and yeah. if you don't right. get a lot of people stopping by, like maybe it's partly brand, maybe it is the product. And like you mm-hmm. get, I always tell people like, be a scientist, like test a hypothesis, mm-hmm. like, if I change this, can I get more people? Can I, if I tweak this, like, how does this impact the brand? It's not, yeah. some people are like, oh, people just don't like me. It's like, no, like no. your messaging exactly. is off or your product. Right. Exactly. And you, I think you kind of, like, you have to, um, if you're making such a commitment, you have to be very confident in your product. Like when you, you, you know, it's not the time to be like testing things out, be like, I'm going to buy this like sign up or sign into this five-year lease and then I'm just gonna like and then I'm gonna figure out what figure I want to figure it out like, yeah, yeah right so it's not the vibes right now um no. which I feel like is very different than like starting an e-commerce business because I feel like you can a lot of the times like totally it's pretty low you commit. can test things out yeah so you can test things out yeah. so I think that's definitely a consideration for people um uh-huh. okay so if you know, obviously as a local business, it's important to establish yourself in the community. That's kind of how like word of mouth is a big thing. Like Mm -hmm. you said, especially in a smaller town, people aren't just going to drive by and be like, oh, I'd love to stop in. And what's like, what's that? You know, that's rare. Mm -hmm. Um, So what would you say are, we have three written down here in the question. It doesn't have to be three. Um, But what are some of your top tips on how to establish yourself in the community as a local business? Yeah, I think personal brand is really important. Um, like people knowing who you are as an individual. Um, I think that's just, you can leverage it so much, especially if you've been in your community for a long time, like Mm -hmm. use your personal Instagram, use your personal Facebook, wherever you're hanging out, get your audience excited there and then point them to your like business pages or whatever, like your brand page is. I think like 
you know, the people with the strongest presence online typically can translate that success over to a local business. Um, it's the people who are really, really quiet, scared of social media that I get really nervous for because yeah, it, it literally like can be one of your greatest tools to, <laughs> to grow a business is just showing up. Yeah. I would say, especially Instagram because they have the geo tags, like you can tag locations. Mm-hmm. You can, mm-hmm. I think it's probably my favorite for a locally based business is Instagram and hashtags, right? You can do like shop local Des Moines, like shop local mm-hmm. Birmingham, like yep. people can really target how and who they follow on Instagram by location better than anything I've found. Um, and that sense of, yeah, you can see the products, you can see the community, you can, it just, I love Instagram for that reason. So, so much. So I would say Instagram leveraging your personal brand and really like collaborating with as many people as possible for giveaways or, you know, like bring in the local coffee shop and make sure they're tagging you and get other people talking about you, get the Mm -hmm. media involved, like pitch a story. Like we're the only you know, coffee shop that ha- like is provides glass jars. No one else does this. Like, mm-hmm. what is the hook? And to me, it's like establishing yourself. It is like that's where the hustle, the grind happens in the first, I don't know, three to six months, maybe longer. Um, I don't like subscribe to hustle culture, but if you're going to start a business, like you got to understand yeah. you're going to be in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just think like I don't – I wouldn't say you need more than that. I always tell business owners they need an email list. I don't know if any of your guests have ever been like, email list, but like, that is one of like, and some people will be like, email's dying, but it's like, this is yeah. how so many people like, yeah, it's, it's a touch point and it's a pretty important yeah. one to, especially yeah. in a local market. So get people on your email list, like mm-hmm. start today. I have like a completely free list building thing you can access. If you are like, I'm scared of email marketing. Like it's not hard. It's yeah. usually mm-hmm. free on MailChimp. Like do it. I promise mm-hmm. you won't regret it. You might thank yeah. me later. <laughs> yeah. I think Yeah, and I think also, I mean, this is kind of just not even just local businesses, but I've seen way too many times people's Instagrams get hacked, people's Instagrams get deleted, people's social media, something Mm -hmm. happens, and then they're like, oh, and I have no access to, it's it's like owned media. Like, you don't own your Instagram, Instagram owns your Instagram, but you own your email list. You do. So mm-hmm. we're it's starting an email list for the pod in 2022. That's one of our things. So that's, everybody that's li- listening, please join our email list. If we have it by now. Whenever it comes not, out. Uh, this is your call to action to get that link done. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we, yeah. Really need, we really need to get that handled. Um, but yeah, I definitely feel like um, the community aspect is really important. Like you said, like collaborating with other um, business owners. So mm-hmm. kind of on that same vein, um, I don't know if, if you've talked about this before through like Love Local and stuff, but what is a good way, in your opinion, to connect with other businesses in your community? Um, I know that I have been, you know, especially when I've done pop-ups, that's kind of more when you get established locally, but it can kind of feel mm-hmm. overwhelming when everybody's like, oh, hey, like, you know, they all know each other and you're like, I'm the new girl. Yeah. <laughs> so what are your tips for kind of getting yourself into the small <sighs> business owner community? It can be hard, right? Because you're coming and being like, hi, I'm brand new. Can I like leverage your audience or pop up in your shop with your like 5,000 Instagram followers and like take that, like leverage it. And Mm -hmm. I think the reality is like everyone's been in the beginner shoes. So it's really coming at it from the angle of like, hey, I'm brand new. I'm so excited. I don't think anyone's offering this. I feel like, you know, my brand really complements your brand. And like, it would mean the world to me if you would allow me to either pop up or like, grab coffee, I'll treat you to like learn from your Mm. lessons, like Mm -hmm. just really coming at it from a place of like generosity and like 
you know, I want to help be, I want to be part of this small business community to help the other local businesses thrive. And like that collaborative spirit goes a long way. You know, it's when someone's like, can I pick your brain? And like, not to me, that's very much like I get from you, but I don't give back to you. So I've always told people just like lead with generosity and say like, Hey, like, or like start promoting local businesses on your own channel and just like do a spotlight and just like elevate other people. So they like want to reciprocate that, you know, that's just, we've, we've talked about like community over competition, like consistently. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's like, that's honestly where our podcast kind of like grew from. Cause Mm -hmm. really in reality, I mean, Instagram's a little bit different, but, like, Katie and I were doing very similar things, but we still, like, you know, helped each other and, like, helped each other grow, and I think something that we've said consistently throughout the podcast is, like, no matter what market you're in or niche or whatever, like, showing that you're genuine and showing that you're trying to just make a friend rather than trying to get something out of someone, it, it feels so much better, and I know, like, Katie and I both, I'm sure you've experienced this as well, but you know when you get a message that's like, I want to know, I want to see what I can get out of this. Yeah. yeah. Versus like, I want to form a connection with you and like, yeah. in turn, also see how this can like benefit me. But the like main point of it is to grow a connection. Yeah. And I yeah. think it's very, very easy to see. And it's it, the difference in where those two paths can go is mm-hmm. very different. It's so. like, I don't, to me, it's so obvious when someone just wants something out of you. Yeah, so it's like, absolutely. just don't be that person. I don't know how to yeah. say it right. the other way, but <laughs> yeah. like, if you are yeah. that way, then like I think it, it definitely don't. comes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it comes from your heart. And I think like something that I realized like when I started my business, which you know, you guys that are listening now, you're like, Katie, do you even run your business anymore? Like, guys, <laughs> not really, but the podcast is a Same business. Yeah. Um, yes. But um, I think that like what I learned from running my business was kind of the you like it comes from your heart and the situation is Mm -hmm. that if you like if you are coming at it and in your heart you're like oh I'm gonna trick them you're not gonna trick them like everybody knows that if it's a transactional situation and I was actually listening to Emma Chamberlain's podcast on friendships and she was talking about like transactional friendships which there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with that like it's not like this person is going to think that you're coming to them and being like I just want a a friend you just happen to be you know and that's totally fine but being running a business is really lonely and so it's nice to have people who understand so coming at it from you know wanting to be less lonely wanting to talk to somebody who knows how it is wanting to or whatever yeah wanting to you know genuinely connect with that person admiring them things like that Mm -hmm. rather than just being like I want to know how you got into this shop or I want to know like yeah like I want to know your process and then peace like nice to talk to you Mm -hmm. um I think that's really where it comes from but there really is like I mean it's it's lonely to run a business yeah definitely because until you grow a team it's just you so I think there's definitely like a spot there for people to kind of you know sneak in if you're doing it in a genuine way for sure yeah absolutely yeah I love that yeah. Um, okay. So we kind of already talked about this, um, but let's just go a little bit more in depth with it. So we know, like you said, um, social media is obviously still important. Even if you're running a local business, you can't just assume people are just going to see your sign and come in. Um, mm-hmm. So how do you recommend people kind of target their social media towards the local community rather than just growing this giant audience that might not be kind of their target? Yeah. I'm always like, I get so many people who have been clients or students that have been like, 
I want to grab my following. I'm like, wow, like you have exactly. a thousand followers. Do you have a, a thousand customers coming this month? Mm-hmm. Tell me that. So I like for audience growth, I do think it matters if there's um, an element of engagement or conversion with that, like that yeah. audience. Mm-hmm. So again, like, I don't care if you have 500, 5,000 followers, my, like, what I want to see is people having like meaningful interactions with those people versus just seeing like someone who follows them. But if I was someone who was like starting a brand new, let's say like retail clothing shop and -hmm. I wanted to grow my audience, I would just be looking at complimentary brands or like, you know, if I have a, a primarily like shirts and pants or whatever, then like the shoe store maybe down the street has accessories or something. Exactly. Or like my friend Angela has a vegan shop. So I know like another coffee shop who's like very focused on veganism too and like some restaurants. So like mm-hmm. the people following those brands are likely the ones who would want to follow her. They just don't know yes. about her yet. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's like a thing. You just like follow those individuals and like kind of look mm-hmm. at these like pockets of maybe similar audiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but really following like the other local merchants and local business owners and forming an actual relationship through DMs and like, meaningful connections like that goes a long way to just or like share if someone has an upcoming event and you share it to your stories and tag them and they see that it's like oh my gosh like cool like this person's new to town and they're collaborative i don't have to be like scared they're gonna take all my business or whatever it is like i that's a big one of course you can do like you know for me like running my local influencer community so companies can like come to dsm hummingbirds and like look at all the hummingbirds these are people who would probably want to come try their product or service Mm -hmm. um so like follow those people engage with them they're active on social so it's just thinking like who are the people on social who would want to follow me and enjoy my content and want to buy and just making a habit of it like 15 to 30 minutes a day in the beginning like just kind of seeking those people out and genuinely, like, not just double tapping, but, like, leave a comment. You're right. And, like, engaging. I just, right. I don't know how to say that to people any other way. I yeah. just, people are like, I'm on Instagram, it doesn't work. I'm like, well, I have a lot you're to share. You're not doing anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah Your definitely. posts that you're scheduled out for a full month, like, actually, like, no one's paying attention to them. Like, yeah, that's exactly. worse than 2017, but it's almost 2022, and things have really changed. Right. So, I feel Absolutely. for people because it's a lot to keep up with, but totally. you gotta stay, you gotta stay relevant. It's what's happening. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah and I think I love what you mentioned about like, um, like your actual amount of followers doesn't matter. It's your engagement. I think that's especially true for a local business because you're not going to get 50,000 followers who live no. in your city. That's not going to mm-hmm. happen. So you right. really, your growth is sort of limited for people that mm-hmm. your content is actually relevant to. So I think focusing on engagement is much more important. And people, it's charming. Like a, a, a local business is charming. People love to support a local yeah. business. They love a story. They love somebody that went to their high school that, you know, they're, that sure. babysat their kid, their friend's kids. They love somebody who goes to their church or like this and that, um, mm-hmm. which goes back to like the personal brand thing. But, um, like sharing things like that and getting people like invested in you and your business is much more important than having like a bunch of followers who don't live where you live and can't even come to. Yeah. Can't even support, support you really you unless you have to. online stuff. I know. Yeah, it right. just drives me so. bonkers. I remember I having a client once that like hired a consultant who was like an expert and what I did air quotes. No one can see that. But like, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, they were like, can you get this um, functional medicine clinic to 10,000 followers? And I was like, are you kidding? Like, I've never no, seen a I local know. business in my community yeah, with hit 10K. 10K. And yeah. why, And yeah. 
why? I'm yeah. like, That's, why? That is a constant always... struggle I have with oh. my clients at work. Like, it's, I'm like, you don't, like, they're like, we want to be big. I'm like, you don't, you don't, though. You, like, you don't, you, know, you don't. Like, you have so many more people to comment back to if you have that many followers. I know. So, like, I'm like, do you really <laughs> want to be that big? Like, the biggest that I've seen locally is breweries. Somehow breweries seem to really get, oh, get things moving. But, like, so true. yeah, it's crazy, honestly. I, it's, I people just love to see it. But, I mean, people, it's, if you have a bunch of followers who literally cannot come to your state to support you, that's not very right. beneficial. It doesn't matter. It yeah, really doesn't. It, it really doesn't. So I always I, tell people just like, ask yourself why, why do I, why do I think I want more people to like my stuff? Why do I think I want more followers? Why do I think more, I need more of this? Like for me, it's like really focus on why aren't the next steps happening? So why aren't my totally. customers going to my shop? Mm-hmm. Why, why am I not getting conversion? conversion? Like, yeah. yeah think bigger than vanity metrics. Yeah. And I think that makes social media way more fun too. um, Because like, then you you can be more creative and like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I've just seen so many amazing things from local businesses here. And like, there's a specific place in Baton Rouge and she doesn't have a brick and mortar, but she's, I can tell she's close. Um, It's called Drip Jewelry by AK. She does like Mm -hmm. pop-ups constantly. Um, And she just like, like, throw so much of her personality into her stories and all of that. And like, you can tell she's having so much fun Uh on social and she doesn't have a hundred thousand followers or anything, but like Mm -hmm. she's people show up for her all the time because she's charming and people know her and people love her. So yeah, I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like going off of the whole, like, you know, people want to support. I mean, you can't just rely heavily on like having your family support you or anything like that but Mm -hmm. I feel like especially in Vermont like Vermont is such a small community it's such a small state just in general and everyone loves like everyone eats like local Vermont stuff um, oh yeah like completely so I feel like Facebook I hate Facebook but I feel (laughs) like Facebook really does like do well with local businesses even though it is chook but you know it's okay. people be sharing that like, stuff the moms they're sharing oh they love it they love it yeah. it yeah. totally is that older demo that just still loves it i don't see mm-hmm. as many people finding success with like the business pages as much as they did even like last year but yeah oh yeah i yeah. think like if you again like if you build your personal audience and your personal platform and you're not being yeah. like Bammy, MLME, like then you're exactly. like you're good. Like people want to mm-hmm. support you. Just do it in a way that's not like buy for me this weekend only, and like otherwise yeah. my business will shut down. It's kind of like oh, share exactly. the joys of your business. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's share the pa- the passion really. Yeah, that's an awesome yeah. point. And I think like people who care about you or are invested in you, like your friends and family, that's what what will really motivate them to come support you, and yeah, not definitely. in like a oh I guess I'll go to Katie. Yeah, I guess I, like I'll just go I once and then I won't go again. Yeah, like. Right. <laughs> That's how you're going to actually like build. And I think in that same vein is like, it's important to um, like with social media to, you know, build up that community. Same thing Mm -hmm. is like, you want to make sure when somebody comes into your shop, like they're having a great experience and they want to come back. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like getting them, you know, once, once you get them off social, then you got them and you got to customers, you got to, you got to keep post purchase. Yep. That's a whole other conversation. I know. I was about to say, I feel like especially with local, because obviously you're kind of a limited um, demographic, like repeat Mm -hmm. customers, probably a, a giant that's a huge thing and no one like again like everyone's like how do you get more foot traffic how do you get people to say yes to your offer it's like no like actually it's way more important to think about how to get retention because it's cheaper to like retain someone than get a yeah if they get a new customer 100 percent. so i've always like you know how do you actually i'm like how do you delight your customers like how do you answer Mm -hmm. that and everything you do because that's really that differentiating factor that will keep people like 
oh wow, that was a really unique or different or like you sent me a snail mail call, like something in the mail, mm-hmm. like as a thank you, or you sent me a DM message after yeah. I bought a pair of jeans. Like who does that? No one. Be that person. And people exactly. will come back. So yeah, those extra touches take more time. They're so worth it. I think. Yeah. yeah. I've and I, yeah. I feel like we've all had experiences. I know I'm not going to name any names, but like there's places that I've gone in too and been treated like a garbage can I'm like mm, never going back there um but then there's mm-hmm. places that like is the exact opposite and you're like that was just the best cute little experience that Thank I just you. had and I will be yes. coming back and I will be getting all my Christmas gifts from here and I'll be doing this mm-hmm. and that and you want to become people's in people's rotation mm-hmm. I've talked about this on the podcast Definitely. before but it's the marketing phrase of like mm-hmm. consideration set and recall set like yeah being somebody's recall set means that like they think oh I need a gift you're I'm you're one of their there. options, but then in mm-hmm. their consideration set means you're in their list of like, okay, well, I could go here, here, here. Like mm-hmm. you're in the top three. So you want yeah. to stay in I there. Like that. Stay in there. Like that. Awesome. I've heard that. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I learned that in one of my classes and I was like, this is in my brain forever. Yeah, that's really mm-hmm. good. I know. It makes good stuff. It makes you sound like you know a lot <laughs> of things money? about marketing. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, I'm putting yeah. that in. The- yeah. <laughs> okay. So why don't you talk a little bit about your course um, mm-hmm. in case anybody's listening and they're like, oh, all right, I need this. This is what I've been looking for my whole life. Um, also, the influencer stuff. I yeah, want to hear everything, about that. everything. Kind of like just what, everything. Yeah, yes. just what, yeah. what okay. people can, can find more from you. Yeah, so I'll give the Love Local, like wrap that up in a little bow. So, okay. Love Local, I created Local Business School basically during COVID because I was like, y'all, like, what are you doing? This is a pandemic yeah. and you're not, you don't have an email list, your website sucks, and you need to be on mm. social media and you're not. So, like, yeah. mm-hmm. that was kind of like, here you guys go. Here's like organic things that are mostly free that you can do. You Mm -hmm. just have to pay me to access it. So local business school is really just like foundational. And then like, I call them accelerators. So if you want to get on Instagram, you want to like kill it on Instagram as a local person, local business owner, this is like, those are the accelerators you would be part of. So that is like, it's an evergreen. So it's just available. Anytime you want to go through it, we have a community part as well. So you can ask questions and like get support and like, you know, mm-hmm. if you have like something random happen or an idea, like just pop it into the community. Um, and then I have a podcast too, local to legend. Cause wow. I love alliteration so much. Um, <laughs> when it came to me, I was like, podcast, there it is. <laughs> this is so, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly just conversations. It's very similar to you guys. Just like conversations with cool people and like not that I'm like sitting here calling myself cool <laughs> but like <laughs> um just this opportunity to give people a voice in a way that maybe they hadn't mm-hmm. before and inspire mm-hmm. people through storytelling and like I, I don't know you 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 two probably think it's really fun to bring guests on the show Absolutely. and just get to know people oh, and you just get yeah. to record it so yeah that's my like love local thing and th- we do a lot of content on on the website and social and all of that but we just we want to make sure local merchants and makers are supported really deeply so there's that, and then hummingbirds. What do you want? To, what do you want to know about the birds, the birdies? Everything. What someone, <laughs> if they're like wanting to, <laughs> if they're wanting to be like an influencer, what what will they see over there? Yeah. So we're in Des Moines right now, but basically what we're doing is like investing a lot of money into <laughs> software. Mm-hmm. Oh, friends, developers, they're not cheap, and they shouldn't oh, be. Oh, they're, they're very not. smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so getting the technology developed so we can actually scale. So go to other cities and say like, hey, we're like going to bring together hundreds of people in Omaha or wherever you're in Vermont. And are you in mm-hmm. Birmingham, Baton Rouge, where you at? I'm in Baton Rouge. I was in okay. Birmingham. That's why I talked okay. about both. But. Got it. Well, in both those cities, let's go there. So yeah. essentially <laughs> right now you can basically reach out and like get on the wait list. So when we're in mm-hmm. your city, it makes sense. But I mean, it's just this idea that like everyone has influence and we'll give you like free product, free service at some point I hope we can pay but it really comes to this like 
nano local influencers aren't out mm. to like make a career. Like for me, yes. I, if I get like free pizza and wine in the night, like I'm it's good. Yeah, you're about winning. That. Yeah, I'm winning. winning. I don't need compensation. I don't like. Right. I don't, like that doesn't matter to me. To some people, yeah. it's like, how could you ask me to do this for free? I right. get it. When it's like a business. Totally. But if you're opting into the hummingbirds, you understand that this is like. This is the free avenue. So if you don't want to be mm-hmm. part of that, you don't, you can join another influencer platform. That's totally fine. So yeah. mm-hmm. um, it will be really exciting to scale and bring it to other cities and just show local communities what it looks like when people shop local and then share it. Because, like, mm-hmm. it just – there's something really magical when you start seeing community members, like, cross-promoting things happening in town. And, like, yeah. mm-hmm. it, it just feels really good, on, like, as a social media experience, generally speaking. And, like – Right. The businesses get a boost in a way that it's very hard to measure, frankly, because it's not like right. we're doing clicks or e-commerce conversions, but you feel it. You feel it in kind of like the results totally. of the business growth. So it's super exciting. It's going to be a probably a very hard business to grow and scale because it's, it's like the marketplace model is very – it's just right. harder to build something like that because you need yeah. chicken eggs, supply and demand, right? Mm-hmm, but. Mm-hmm. I love a good challenge, so we'll see if we can do it. <laughs> I love it so much. Amazing. It's so like it's so innovative, and I think that like that market is becoming like so big. And I think yeah. especially with local businesses, like it's it's so easy to say like a brand like I don't know. Only one I can literally only brand I can think of right now is Target. But like <laughs> if Target, yeah, Target like has the money to pay exactly. a larger influencer that you know has that huge reach. But frankly when it's a local business, they mm-hmm. don't want that huge no. influencer because there's nor, only... Nor can they like, afford it. <laughs> or they can, and they definitely can't afford it. Yeah. Right. So right. It, it makes so much more sense to find those, as you said, like nano influencers that are in a specific market or in a specific city or town mm-hmm. or just area in general. And they can advertise to people that are also in yeah. that Yeah, and they have such it just makes so much. Like they have such pull. Yeah. Like they exactly. they found that niche audience for you. Like it's literally made for you. Exactly. You don't have to, you don't have to find yourself. I'm so I am excited because I think like you know it works really well in local markets because you're like a local person promoting a local restaurant, or whatever. Absolutely. But what yeah. I I'm really curious about is like if Target launches in like Kansas City, for example, will they hire like 200 hummingbirds in Kansas City yeah. to go mm-hmm. to that shop and like create some buzz? Mm-hmm. Like that's my curiosity of like will big brands activate like lots of nanos like this I think is it's what, happening right. what I, hope I think it is happening like slowly from at, mm-hmm. at least what I've learned in my classes um we actually for my senior project I had to do this um simulation thing that I don't I don't know if I've talked about on the podcast but mm. we had to like choose influencers for part of the simulation we had to choose influencers yeah. and like mm-hmm. pay them and then it would like the simulation would like do its thing and it would be like you did good or you did bad basically um and if you use giant influencers you always did terrible and if you used a bunch of smaller influencers you always did better so that's where it's trending um Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. those people are more authentic and like Mm -hmm. they have conversations with their audience they understand Mm -hmm. their audience their audience understands them rather than like Mm -hmm. the kardashians like yeah, okay. Kim is not going to get back to my DMs. Like, Kim is and I, not. <laughs> I follow, like, I, I do follow some, like, influencers who maybe have, you know, 300, 500,000 followers. And right. if I have a question for them, I definitely ask, and I never get responses. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I, I feel for them because, like, I would never oh, yeah. want to manage an inbox without exactly. many yeah. followers. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm still just, like, that sucks. And because, it kind of defeats like, the yeah. purpose of, like, what you want from, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, why connection. you follow an influencer. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. And it's like, oh, that doesn't exist. So it, like Nano, exactly. like I still get people following up with me. They're like, what was that sub you had the other, like, yeah, like a month yeah. ago? And I'm like, oh yeah, it's down the street at this place. Did you get it? What mm-hmm. do you think? Like, exactly. this is the topping you should get on it. Like, yeah, I, exactly. I it's like a friend. A conversation. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that. that's the birdies, the hummingbirds. Yeah. <laughs> I think that. another like really cool aspect I just did, I live in like, Burlington, right out of Burlington, Vermont, uh-huh. so Stowe and, like, all the, like, really pretty, mm. you know, small town vibes is, like, really close to me, yeah. um, and I just did, like, a staycation, and everyone has been loving my reels and TikToks of, oh, like, that. small town kind of stuff, and I yeah. think, and that area of Vermont is such a, like, tourist location, mm-hmm. so I think mm-hmm. another really interesting aspect of hummingbirds would be, like, if there's, you know, a, a popular tourist location, then they yeah. could do, like, small, like, nano, micro, like, yeah. travel bloggers and have people yeah. that, like, if someone's searching, like, I want to have, like, a really cute Christmassy Vermont experience, like, yeah. where do I go to dinner, where do I go yeah. shopping, where do I stay for a hotel? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that is, that could be a really cool I market. So too. I love that. I love our brains just I was about to say, the way we're just brainstorming right now, we're like, uh, anyway, bring it to our cities. We love it. We love it. Um, That's so funny. Um, Okay, so random questions. Yes. We love them. Okay, so first one is, what is your favorite local business in your city? I know there's like a thousand options. I have a thousand in my brain too. Um, Mm -hmm. But Emily, do you want to go ahead and start? Yeah, so like, oh, I'm just going to go with the first thing that popped in my brain, which is Marnie, which is where I get like the cutest dresses and my perfume it's just mm-hmm. makes my heart really happy and I love Angela who started who was on my podcast too so that's my first amazing love it um mine is this place called the keeping room it is mm-hmm. like a stationary gift kind of shop it's definitely where I'll be getting my wedding invitations whenever the time comes I'm mm-hmm. literally single but you know <laughs> um <laughs> it's I've got that a plan I've got a, I've got a whole plan but um I think it's just like the, their windows are always just the cutest. It's like the kind of place that like I would love to like work. Like growing mm-hmm. up, I was always like, I want to work here. Of course, now I'm like, it's, I'm a little too late for that. Um, but I just love it. And it's just the kind of place that like you go into whenever you're like, I want to buy something, but I don't know what I want to buy. And then yes. like it'll speak to you. It's kind of like mm-hmm. Target, but small business edition. So that's yeah. that's my mm-hmm. answer. Great Alexis. <laughs> okay. For me, um, Katie actually has been there, which is, you know exciting katie and i finally met we had the podcast Aww. without meeting yeah we yeah. finally met a little finally while you too. Yeah. yes um but it is uncommon coffee and it's that. in it's in the town that i live in which that is like it's so good I, yeah it's oh so God. good and it's like actually kind of large like for vermont it's like kind of surprising how large like a that coffee shop is mm-hmm. but it's it's aesthetic is so like unmatched i feel like because it brings the sometimes Vermont stuff can be, for my taste, a little too Vermonty. Where yeah. I'm like, I, it's like I, yeah, like, like you, and also you live there like, and you're like, it's different. Yeah, I'm like, uh, <laughs> like I don't. I feel like I don't. I wear flannels, but I don't wear enough flannels to be mm-hmm. in this space. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. yeah. Um. Or they go like way to the opposite, and like it doesn't last. It literally lasts for six months because it's too like bougie, and mm-hmm. Vermont people don't do well with like okay. too bougie. But this place is the perfect. It is perfect. Like in between, where it's like super Instagrammable, mm-hmm. but also si- still like very local and very. Mm-hmm. Um, granola. very natural granola <laughs> and like they have like um, 
like bean like the coffee bean bags like hanging from the ceiling they have like um like bookcases filled with bookcases like with books obviously and like <laughs> big chair like those like big leather chairs that you just want to yes. like sit in yes. for hours it looks like harry potter in there it's so and good. yeah it's just like so cute and also also their coffee's really good so their and they have some fire too, but so good love it um, okay, I'm changing the second random question because I just yeah. had a big, a big brain thought. Um, okay. So everybody who's listening and doesn't know what it was, it's different now. Um, so <laughs> instead of what we had, I would like to know what is a new business in your town that you haven't been to yet that you've like been wanting to try and that you want to support That's in a good 2022. Idea. Yeah, okay. like where, where, where's on your list to try in 2022? I know this might take some thought, so everybody can take a moment to yeah. use their brain. We're just all having a break. Katie, Katie, like, Katie do, you have your, do you have your one that you want? I so. have a number of places because, so as you guys know, I just moved home to Baton Rouge. The amount of places that have popped up since I, like since high school is crazy. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of new places that I want to try. But specifically, um, there's this coffee shop called, let me, I need to find the Instagram to make sure that I am correct. Um, it is called rev coffee lab um and they have like coffee but then they also have like cocktails at night um so i specifically just would love to get an espresso martini from there it just seems like it's going to be really good and seems like something that i want to try but like i'm showing for the youtube watchers oh my little coffee shop and then they have (laughs) um, yeah they have just like all kinds of fun like that's what the inside of it looks like. Like, how cute. She um, And I so always cute. love finding new places to work because I work from mm-hmm. home. So finding new places okay. to go to work is always fun. So that is where I would like to support. Who, I who support sucks? you doing that. Wow. <laughs> You're like, I want to go. I want to try. Like, they have an espresso cinnamon roll. What is an espresso cinnamon roll? I want it. That's will you get awesome. it and please report back to all of us? I will. I'll report back on the podcast, everybody. Stay tuned. I will be trying the yes. espresso martini and the espresso cinnamon roll. You're going to be so, like, caffeinated. It's going to be unreal. (laughs) I know. I absolutely cannot wait. Um, I've got one. And I have been meaning to go here for a while. But there's a a bookstore in my town. So I love that. Yeah, it's in the East Village, which is kind of like our, like, very busy, bumping little commercial district. And Mm -hmm. I have not been yet. And it's so cute from, like, what I see on Instagram. And I Mm -hmm. love books. I just, like, want to. I've needed time, right? Like, if I'm mm-hmm. in the East Village, I'm like, I got to buy here. I want to, like, luxuriate there. And I wanna, oh, a like, small bookstore is, like, because they've made choices for you. Yes. They've, yes. They're yes. not having crap books in there. Like, you know yep. they're going to have some good choices. You know if you ask them, I want a book, they're going to yep. have so many ideas for you. It's always I a know. good experience. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's on my list. Love that, Alexis. Love that. Um, I've been trying to search for the name of this place, but I cannot find it. <laughs> um, it starts with a W. I will definitely update everyone. And we'll, we'll tag all the places on the, on the stories story. if we can yeah, figure we'll out. Yeah, we'll everything on the stories. But it is, I have not been in there. It just opened recently. And it is like this plant gift shop. Mm-hmm. Like it has these like cute plants and then they also have this I found their Instagram like randomly it like was suggested to me and I was like oh like it's so aesthetic and cute and like their logo is like pink and it's just something that like similar to Uncommon Coffee where it's just Vermonty enough (laughs) but like not too much where it's like like Mm -hmm. I it doesn't have like mooses 
and like oh, bears sure. ev- enough, over everything, enough. you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, their Instagram is like fire, which like is shocking for Vermont. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I just think that they, I can just tell that it's a place that I will want to be. And I definitely think, I'm just scared of plants. Like I don't do well with like keeping You have one like alive. right behind you. Yeah, it's fake. <laughs> oh, <nice to> <laughs> yeah exactly so i'm like staring at my dead plant right now yeah 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 exactly I, I but it's like a one-on-one we gotta yeah do please do please do but i feel like that place will help me mm-hmm. find my green thumb okay i believe in you cheers to okay that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> emily do you want to go ahead and plug yourself tell everybody your social usernames where they can find you your website um how they can sign up for the course all that good stuff Gosh, there's a lot of links. Hopefully you put them all in the show notes. Yeah, we, we, they will all <laughs> yes, be in the show we'll notes. we will put everything no. in the show notes. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I hang out pretty much everywhere all the time. So I would say, like, the catch-all is Instagram. It's mm-hmm. emily.steele, S-D-E-E-L-E. And I talk about all the things I do, like, in mm-hmm. that spot. So I'll be, like, tagging my businesses there. But yeah. Hummingbirds yep. is at Hey Hummingbirds on the IG and um, yeah, emilyasteel.com also is a great like catch all place too. So, um, yeah, if I can support anyone on their business journey or just like send recommendations or ideas, like I am, I love collaborating and just like pumping people up. It's the Enneagram seven in me, the enthusiast. So amazing. Reach out anytime. Love it. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes. And then follow us on TikTok at Check Your Aesthetic and over on Instagram at Check Your Aesthetic Podcast and our personal accounts, Katie Creative Co., AlexisAdams.co, and Emily.steel. And we will talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.